It's a very warm welcome to Jimmy Newburn as we pick up once again with the Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast. Hello, James. How are you? Very well, Mr. Redden. How are you, sir? I'm going all right. None of this sir business. I'm just David, thank you. Madam, um, no, you better, madam, maybe. No, 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 I don't think so either. No, I would not look good in the dress and stockings. Thank you. Um, my friend, lots happening in football. Um, just with your club, a wonderful a moment for Lace United, 75th anniversary last weekend. Um, I know you spent a large amount of your life playing for that football club. That's a wonderful occasion. And congratulations to the club. Well, very well done. Yeah, really, really big weekend for the. Unfortunately, couldn't get the first grade result on on Sunday, but the um, all the other grades had a win. And yeah, the Craig and Ali Kamali, I think, were the main driving force of that, along with the executive with with organisers. Saturday night sold out at sixteens, and for more reports, yeah, really, really, really good dinner, really good night, and a few Hall of Fame. They inducted a few into the Hall of Fame, and and, and presented a lot of the two hundred game players and things like that. And it was yeah, it was a really, really good night. Um, and yeah, big weekend for the club. Um, first grade, obviously. Still struggling for a few results, but they're they they're, they're showing they're showing glimpses. They just got to put together eighty minutes, and, and they'll get a few results um, starting this week. Hopefully, against Wyong. Thirsty thirds, another good win on the Friday night, my friend. Yeah, nice. I was, I was actually at work. I was probably warmer at work than the boys were. It was a nice cold night at Morissette, just where you want to be at seven o'clock on a Friday night. But yeah, had a had a good win. Got back in the winner's circle, so um, I think we're up second or third now. I think we're second now, actually, with the game in hand. So um, yeah, travelling all right. We're, Big game this week against West Falls End back at home again on, on Sunday morning. 10.30 kickoff. That's what, that's what the pub footballers want to do. Five games in a row on Sunday at Carl Oval. Is that right for people interested in watching some really good local rugby league? Yeah, the women there, the the, the girls, they're unbeaten girls. I think they're on top of their ladder unbeaten and they're at 9.15, we're at 10.30. And then, yeah, the first grade reserves are 19s for the rest of the day against Wyong, against the Wyong Roos, who are generally pretty strong. So get on down there to Carl Over, lovely spot down there near, not far from the beach in Belmont and watch the boys. And if you're interested in watching uh, some pretty handy uh, footballers that perhaps are a little bit past their primes, but gee, they can still play. And what's the try scoring count, Newburn and Potts? Is it still 1-0 to the evil side? Yeah, still 1-0. They won't, he won't pass through the ball near the line. I'll just take all the runs out of our end, do the hard work for him. And he, he does, the, does the easy stuff up the other end. Oh, uh, dear. Okay, well, good luck this weekend. I hope you have a great day there at Carl Oval. 10.30 games sounds like a, a few quiet beverages afterwards watching the other grades, Jones. That could be a big yeah, afternoon. I'm, I'm actually lucky enough to be on night shift, so I'll, um, I'll, call it, I'll probably watch a bit of the 19s and then have to go to bed, I think. But, um, Very good. On uh, Sunday night. But, um, but yeah, the boys would say it'll be a nice day. Have a few cans and support the other grades. Sounds great. Okay, uh, NRL round 14, of course, a full round after Origin. Congratulations, Queensland. I think New South Wales can get them in Perth, quite frankly. I really do. The Cowboys 31 over the Dragons 12. The Cowboys shaping for mind are getting a home final, at least one home final at Queensland Country Bank. They're playing good footy. The Rabbits 30 over the Titans 16. And the, let me tell you, the Titans are having a rugged season and they have had a massive step backwards after last year. The Melbourne Storm 26 over my Roosters 18 at the Sydney Cricket Ground. The Broncos 24 over a plucky Raiders 18 at Lang Park. The Sea Eagles 30 over the West Tigers 4 out there at Purgatory at Campbelltown with Brent Nathan set off for a terrible tackle. Jesus, it was ordinary. On Sunday, um, um, I do feel a little bit sorry for the Knights fans. I'm sure your, your good friend Dave Redder will come back and speak about this, Jimmy. The Knights were awful. 42-6 Penrith over the Knights. The Sharks 38-16 over the Warriors. The Warriors just want to get home to New Zealand. And then one of the surprises of the season, the Bulldogs absolutely belted 
the Parramatta Eels 34 to 4. Going back, Jimmy, um, I suppose the most, let's go back to the pivotal moment in this game where Manly had the West Tigers comfortably under control and then Brett Naden's just upended Jake Trevojevic. Jake Trevojevic is a lucky, Trevojevic is a lucky boy, Jimmy, Jimmy Newburn. Very lucky. Yeah, he was pretty well vertical as he yeah. went into the ground. It was there. No, no, I don't think there was any malice from Naden, but it was, it was a pretty bad tackle. Um, yeah, he probably deserved a send-off and four weeks was probably, it was four to six weeks it probably had to be four weeks. If I think um, if you look Carl Lawton's been four weeks, you probably think this one maybe should have been another couple of weeks on top of that. Lawton's sort of Agreed. Um, on the back of his shoulder. But um, yeah, look, four four weeks is probably fair enough. You can see the you can see on his face he didn't really mean didn't mean what he um didn't mean to obviously put him on his head like that, just sort of the way the tackle went. But yeah, got what it deserves. And yeah, obviously helped mainly sort of yeah, good good effort there. Mainly with Cherry Evans obviously didn't back up from origin and just give foreign and and Schuster another chance to play in the halves and, and Schuster to learn a little bit more off four and playing there obviously takes the role full-time next year. So, um, Tolitau Kula scored his first try in the NRL too. It was a nice solo effort, that two down the middle and showed, he, they say he's faster than Jason Saab and he sort of showed that with the acceleration that he, when he scored that try as well. So, good on him for his first try. Look, indeed. Jimmy, are you happy with this call that the following sides are no chance? The Bulldogs, the Warriors the Knights, the Tigers, and the Titans. Are you happy with that call that those sides won't make the eight definitely? Yeah, it's probably about fair. It probably leaves it leaves sort of the one, one, maybe two spots for probably four or five teams. So obviously merely fighting amongst that. The Raiders probably need to get a bit more consistent as well. Otherwise they can probably join those sides as well, but they've shown that they can compete. But um, yeah, that's, that's that's pretty accurate. As you, as you mentioned, the Titans have just been horrendous. I know the Dogs had a good win on the weekend, but they... But this consistency is their biggest going to be their biggest problem coming home. They'll they'll throw a few efforts like that up, and they'll throw a few probably another twenty or thirty point losses in there as well. So, um, yeah, pretty accurate. Um, most of those sides that you mentioned have sort of changed coaches, except for the Titans as well. So, um, funnily enough, the coaches have paid the for all three of them. Three of those four five sides have paid the price. They have. There must be a lot of soul searching, a lot of finger pointing in the Newcastle and Hunter community, Jimmy. The Knights at times are non-competitive. They just seem to get blown out. You wonder if it's fitness or attitude or whatever it is. But you, you, your good mate Dave Radley and the thousands of people that support the Newcastle Knights must be really, really frustrated at the moment. They are poor at times, Jimmy. Their for and against is minus 176. It's the worst in the comp. Yeah, it's worse. What's that? 25, 26 points worst. Um, yeah, Rad's actually they've had Rad's actually had a day today. The, the Johns brothers had a had a show on today that um, you know I think it was in a honeysuckle in town somewhere that Rad's actually went to. So I'm not sure Rad's will be making too much sense at the moment. I think it was a long lunch style thing. So um, yeah, twenty one thousand people um, on the weekend. They come and said that the four wins, nine losses. They play the team that they're probably going to crowd probably went hoping for a competitive game and probably knowing they were going to get beaten given it was Penrith and they still get 21 and a half thousand there. So I guess it's it give them credit for one thing they do. They keep turning up. Um, but yeah, you'd, you'd sort of look at some of the comments in the Newcastle Herald and a few of the, there's a lot of frustrated fans out there, but they obviously, they keep going, but I don't know how, how much longer you can keep putting up with it. Um, lucky if it's given paid the price this week, he's, he's been dropped and I don't know what they do there. Though. It's, they can, it's all well and good to drop players, but if you've got players that are, more than more capable than the like you're dropping to come in, so you need to have someone better if you're going to drop someone. So, um, 
I guess change it up, see how they go. But yeah, they they they're poor. They 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 were really poor on the weekend. So the ladder from sixteen to one. The Titans are stone motherless. They're on six. The doggies are also on six. The Warriors eight. The West Tigers eight. The Knights ten. And I reckon they're the five sides that are gone. These are the sides. I reckon there's eleven sides going for eight. And in fact, I reckon there's five going for two. And they're the Raiders on twelve. The Dragons on 14, the Eagles on 14. In the eight are the Roosters on 14, the Rabbits on 16, Parramatta on 18, the Sharks on 18. So the bottom four are all Sydney sides, the Roosters, the Bunnies, the Eels and the Sharks. Into the top four, it's the Broncos on 20, the Cowboys on 20, and the Broncos have a game in hand, the Melbourne Storm on 22, and Penrith on 26. If the finals were played today, it'd be Penrith hosting the Broncos, the Melbourne Storm hosting the Cowboys, the Sharks hosting the Roosters, and the Eels hosting the Rabbits. Um, I think that's commensurate. I'm not sure Canberra are consistent enough. I'm not sure the Dragons are good enough, although they can, on their day, they're actually quite a reasonable football side. And the one thing about the Dragons is I don't think they give in anymore. They've got rid of of some people who are bad at the bad culture there. The Eagles still worry me as a Roosters fan. I think the Eagles can get going, particularly after Origin. The Rabbits have been patchy. The Eels should never have been beaten by Canterbury. The Sharks will be there. The Broncos are a totally different side with uh, um, Reynolds in charge, although I know he's not well. The Cowboys are the surprise packet. And then there's Melbourne and Penrith who are another level. Jim, um, I know we're 14 games in. There's a lot left. Who do you think in the long run will get into that bottom half that? Let's assume that Penrith, the Storm, the Cowboys and the Broncos basically finish top four. What do you, what do you see happening at positions five through eight? Oh, I'm, I'm hoping that Manly will take the spot of the Roosters or the Rabbits. I haven't had a, I need to have, probably have a close look at the draw. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen who's got the harder fixture coming home. I think Parramatta are probably lucky that they beat the, um, the Storm and, and the Panthers earlier in the year because they've obviously lost to the Tigers and the Bulldogs. So they've probably got four points out of those those four games, they probably should have been the other way around. But um, realistically, it's it's probably, as you said, it's probably five teams for one spot. uh, Sorry, five teams for four spots. But the the for and against for the Dragons is probably the issue. Minus 92, I think Manly are minus two just above them. So that's probably on on Manly's favour there, I guess, is the extra half a game they've got on on the Dragons and the Raiders. But um, yeah, without having a close enough look at the draw, I'd like to think that, that Manly are they're just just a consistency thing for them. They they can't seem to compete or beat these top sides. So hopefully they've got games against the Bulldogs and the Titans and those guys to come. But um, I've got it in front of me, Jimmy, and I'll read it out for you. It's actually it's a better than a worse draw. Put it that way. And Manly's next three games are at home at Brookie. They've got the Cowboys this weekend, a week off, then the Storm on Thursday night football in the Bloodbath rematch, then the Knights on the 16th of July. In, in at Brookie, the Dragons at Cogra, then the Roosters at Brookie, the Eels at Brookie, the Gold Coast Titans away, the Sharks at Brookie, the Raiders in Canberra, and the Bulldogs at Stadium Australia. That is not, Jimmy, a bad draw at all. Not too bad. The next two, obviously, the, the Cowboys Storm are probably probably the tough ones. They'll miss Origin. The Origin probably doesn't affect them as much at the moment. If Jake, unless no. Jake... Um, Cherry Evans goes out, but Foran and, and Schuster have shown they can do the job. Um, yeah, that's probably that's probably a reasonable draw. It um, is. Cronulla on those sides are at home as well, which is the merely record against Cronulla at home is always um, is pretty good. So, 
Um, yeah, and obviously the doggies, the doggies to finish at um, at a core stadium. So it's every, they're every opportunity, I guess. But um, they've dropped games, and so have all those other sides around the Roosters, Rabbits, Parramatta. They've dropped. Yep. They've, they've dropped realistically. Um, if they're good enough, they'll make it. I think the, the best, the most consistent team will make it as it should. Um, hopefully, that mainly one of those sides. But realistically, I'm not sure that many teams are going to get get near the top three when it comes to the end of the year. If the Broncos are outside of that top three, the Panthers, Storm, Cowboys will take um, take a fantastic effort considering that odds. Two of those sides will probably host prelims. So especially if the Cowboys can jag a prelim up in North Queensland. Good luck. Oh, forget it. Penrith and Melbourne do not want to lose in week one. It's as simple as that. Assuming that they finish one, two, Penrith and Melbourne will want to play all their games at Penrith and Parramatta, I would assume, and at Amy Park. No one will want to play at Queensland Country Bank because they simply won't win. And remember, that's in September. It will be getting very, very warm up there too. Round 15, thank you for your points there. Oh, I think Manly will make the eight. Oh, I've got no faith. I think the Roosters are ordinary. The Rabbits aren't much better. The Eels have been a bit patchy. I think the Sharks are a bit better than the three of them. But I think Manly will make the eight, possibly at the expense of the Rabbits or the Roosters. Well, um, I guess the, with the Roosters at the moment is Luke Keery's unknown with Luke Keery's concussion issues. So if, if he misses a fair chunk, it probably throws them back into, back into the pack again too. Oh, look, I think the Roosters have done okay to be where they are. I don't think we're a great football side. A couple of big wins I might add over Parramatta and Cronulla. But, uh, yeah, look, um, and, and a solid performance against Melbourne. They were not disgraced against Melbourne in any way, despite Felice Cafusi deciding to put his forum imprint on um, Sam Walker. I do agree with Paul Gallon, though. I didn't think it was a suspension. I thought it was an incidental football contact. I don't think it was deliberate. No, I think, the... yeah, I think he off the tribunal last night, judiciary last night, so, yeah, fair play. Yeah. Jimmy, I, I would imagine you've carried a ball in your times 150 times like that. There, there was no malice. There was no intent at all. He got done a couple of years ago for the same thing where he was malicious this time. And I'm a Roosters fan. I thought it was incidental contact. He's got his problem. <laughs> He's got the, the few, few other little things in his game, so they probably pinned him a little bit on that. So. Perhaps. Perhaps he's the Toby Green of the NRL, maybe. Okay, on to this weekend's games, a full fixture. And there's some pretty decent games in here, although I don't understand the Sunday game. That's beyond me. Um, on Thursday night footy, it's traditional rivals, St. George Illawarra and the Rabbits. That, that game's down at uh, Wynn Stadium in Wollongong. There'll be a good crowd at what will be a very chilly Wollongong Stadium. We're right next to the beach there. Friday early game is the Seagulls. You going down this one, Jim? Seagulls and the Cowboys? Um, not 100% yet. Um, yeah, it'd be nice and cold down there, I think, as well. But yeah, it depends how I pull up from work. I'm on day shift, so I'm an opportunity to get down. But um, 7.30 game would have been much easier just to yes. try to rush through a bit of traffic once we get into Sydney off the freeway. So we'll make just a decision. What, just what you need, driving from uh, Warunga to Brookvale in peak hour. Then the 7.55 game surprise. Surprise Brisbane in prime time. Melbourne Storm against the Brisbane Broncos. What a game this is. 2v4 at Amy Park in Melbourne. That's the Channel 9 game at 7.55. Saturday early, the Sharks and the Titans. This game's at the beautiful Coffs Harbour International Stadium up there on the uh, mid-north coast. The Sharks and the Titans. The Warriors host the Panthers up there at Redcliffe. That's Saturday twilight. Saturday night is the Eels and the Roosters. A big game for both. The Roosters... Roosters are going to start putting some wins together. So have Parramatta, actually. This game's at uh, Combat Stadium in Parramatta, half past seven on Sunday. Saturday, sorry. 
Sunday is the Raiders and the Knights down there at what will be a ver- the end of that game we called. The Knights will be thankful that's a two o'clock game. Two o'clock game there at uh, GIO Stadium in Canberra, the Raiders and the Knights. And then, as I said, I don't quite understand why the Bulldogs and the West Tigers is the Channel 9 game. That's a bit strange. Uh, that's at 4.05 p.m. That's out at Parramatta Stadium this time. Again, I don't quite understand why that game's at Parramatta. There must be doing, there must be some venues, deals to, to get them out there. Back here, Dragons and the Rabbits. Who you got, Jimmy? Oh, the Rabbits. I think I think the Rabbits. I know that I, I think it'll be a no, reasonably close game, but um Damien Cook he'll play a bit fresher this time. Um, I think they've dropped the hooker off the bench as well, so he'll play eighty minutes, you'd imagine. But um Ravalawa back and McCulloch's three hundredth game, but uh, Dan and Wollongong's probably the thing after the Dragons, but They've held the troll back. He's had always they haven't held him back. He's had COVID, so he's he's got to miss with that. He's back from America, hamstrings right, and he's now going to miss with with COVID. But um, yeah, Cody Nicker has another game at fullback. But yeah, Alex Johnson, he'll just he'll score tries. He does he does well there. But uh, yeah, I think I think the rabbits um, with the Origin guys, him, well, Damien Cook and Murray, and that fresher than they would have been last weekend. Um, yeah, probably an eight ten point game, but. Um, yeah, down at Wollongong's always hard to go down there, but nice, as you said, nice and chilly down there, it's right off the beach. Dragons by four for me. I think the Wollongong factor's immense, I really do, and I'm not convinced the the rabbits yet. The Dragons by four, so Jimmy and I, that's most unusual. The first game we usually you, you agree on. The Seagulls and the Cowboys, what a test for Manly, sitting in ninth, and they get the cow, a full strength Cowboys without coming off Origin. Six PM Friday night at Brookvale Oval. James, obviously, I know who you're going for. How do Manly win? Yeah, the week before, to be nice, and a few of the Cowboys were busted, but um, yep. and Nano, Nano, was, Nano has been unbelievable this year. I think he's fifth for the try score, and he's plays back row and nineteen year old back rower. Um, looks like he was almost dead at Origin and. With the broken ankle and came back on and, and finished the game, but um, yeah, it's a, it's a strong forward pack. And um, young Helam Luki done his ACL last week for, but from next week they've got Luciano Lua coming up there, or they're trying to work through a contract for the rest of this year because he's there from obviously from next year. But there's McLean Cotter, um, Nanai Tamalola, it's pretty um, pretty handy forward pack. But given that Ola Kaladu and Drake Trebojevic, probably um, Drake Trebojevic played really well coming off. Getting snubbed from Origin, Ola Kalad, who's been been fantastic all year, and he, he has played been. Week, but, ah, it's it's the same as most weeks. Cherry Evans got a, Cherry's kicking game's got to be got to be pinpoint. Got to not. Like, Scott Drinkwater's been in great form. He plays fullback. Um, you've obviously got Val Holmes at Kenga there. Hammerstone bringing it back, and Tao Lungi's been scoring tries as well. So it's a pretty handy side. It's uh, uh, the game. The game being at Brookvale, I've got a lot more hope than if it was up in Townsville. I probably wouldn't have much hope at all, but. Um, I'm hoping that Manly can get away with a, a nice tight one. Um, control and Tamalolo. He's, he's obviously the he's been in some pretty good form the last couple of weeks. He's had a few off games this year, but his last two weeks have been pretty strong. He's 200 plus run meters. I got to, I guess, get up on him and, and try and control him and his and he's, um, where he bounces around and, and his offloads. But um, I think Manly can win, but it's geez, he's going to be tough. I like Manly's bench. Gee, there's some talent there. Walker, Schuster, Tapao, and Kepi. That is a talented bench. I might add that North Queensland's got some a couple of very handy players in Granville and Hess also on the bench. Jimmy, this is a tough ask. It really is, Samili. It's a very, very balanced, dangerous side um, for the Cowboys. I think that Manly's got them in the halves. I think Manly's got better halves. Uh, I worry about Hickey in defence. When he played for Manly, all my Manly mates would tell me that he's an absolute turnstile. I think I'll be a bit better than he was, but I think that they'll attack him. Particularly, he's probably, a couple... 
probably playing on Harper last day. He's probably, <laughs> probably a very similar defender. Turnstile <laughs> on turnstile. You'd think he might get some of these back rowers running at him, though. Look, um, the brain says North Queensland. I'll stick with that. I think North Queensland in a great game. I think they'll North Queensland to win by eight points there. The night game on the late game Friday night is a beauty. This was a sit down, make your watch game. Melbourne and Brisbane, both at pretty close to full strength at Amy Park. Now, Ryan Pappenhausen's been ruled out. Um, he was iffy with a leg, but he's got COVID. Um, and there's some big ins for Brisbane. They've got Turpin Stag into their squad. Turpin Stags, Capel Kennedy, James Cobbo, Roberts and Wilson. Uh, however, Re- Reynolds and Farnworth are out. I've got a big high opinion of uh, Farnworth, as a lot of people do. Jimmy, who do you tip here, Melbourne and Brisbane? No, I'm in Melbourne. Red is, um, Reynolds been out, obviously doesn't help either. But um, Or is he back in, sorry, is he? No, he's, he's no, out. No, Reynolds is out. Roberts and Mam in, in the Harley. Yeah, look, it's not very... And I know they went through that couple of losses in a row the other week, but um, Melbourne in Melbourne. Pappy's out, meaning he just goes to fullback. Grant Anderson, the young guy from... Um, from Newcastle, I believe. I think he played at Central Charlestown. Um, Grand yep. End uh, gets another game and be interesting to see. I'd imagine Nick Meany jumps onto that wing when Pappenhausen gets back and, and Anderson will fight with Iremia. But um, there's Xavier Coates being um, out for a little while. So be interesting to see if, if Anderson has another big game, whether he can hold his spot for another few weeks. Um, but yeah, Munster and Hughes. You got Ezra Mam, who's been killing it. Um, he's played two or three games now. Tyron Roberts, who's played, a, he's played, been around the NRL for a little while now, but up against Munster and Jerome Hughes, it's a pretty, um, pretty decent matchup there. Tamari Martin at fullback's been pretty good for Brisbane um, since he's come in. But Katoni, he's fit from after originally. He only had a, a shoulder cork, I think it was, but um, you'll probably have to play on Justin Olam. So that'll be a bit yep. of skill, a bit of strength there. That'll be, be real good. Payne Haas at the moment is still there, and they'll be sweating on him to play, but he's, he's carrying a shoulder injury. Um, I'm not sure shoulder injury is probably not the best thing to take into a game against Bromwich and the Sopa Solomona and those guys. Um, and of course, they, they haven't played any extra football because they're Kiwis, so they're sitting back getting their seven days rest, the big boys. Uh, yeah. I was, Carrigan was superb in origin, Jimmy, as was Capel, but Carrigan was, I've got to give him credit, despite the fact he plays for that, that mob, he was superb, James. Yeah, he, he was almost their best player, I think. Um, he, he would have been without Munster um, ballistic in the second half. Carrigan was probably on on track to um, to be man of the match. He was he was really good off the bench, and um, yeah, I, I still think Melbourne. They Melbourne Melbourne should win that. Um, Brisbane weren't all that impressive last week when they um, in beating Canberra. So yeah, I'll go with Melbourne by ten. Melbourne by ten for me as well. That was the I thought just under two tries. The Sharks and the Titans, you cannot pick the Titans. They have been terrible and they shouldn't be. They still they still need to recruit some backs. They've got four in, but I think they need more. I think the Sharks will win this and win this well in front of a big crowd down there at Endeavour Field in an afternoon game. I'm sorry, it's at Coffs. Uh, no, the Sharkies will win that game for sure. No, no problems. Three or four tries, I reckon they'll win by. Yeah, I think that'll, that'll be comfortable. I think their guys like Katoa and Militalo will score probably. A try or two each, and I haven't had a look at a Maldi, but I'd say there'd be a fair chance that those two will go into my Maldi when I do put one on for the weekend. But um, Moylan and Hines against Sexton and Turner in the halves. Um, again, it's probably um, yeah. yeah, the matchup right there. And then Blake Braley against Aaron Clark in another key position at the hooker, and they just—I think they're just better all around the all around the park. Tino versus Cameron Kinnis, lock. It's a pretty fair matchup. Two really good footballers, but. Um, yeah, I a comfortable win to the Sharks. You can't pick the Titans at the moment. I, I, good luck to the Titans. I hope they play well, but 
Um, yeah, I think the Sharks buy, buy plenty. I'm looking at a photo of Toby Sexton, and he looks like the Sonny Bill Williams character that Bo, that Bo Ryan used to have on the footy show with the sunken in face. It's hysterical. It's a dead ringer for him, I'm telling you. Uh, anyway, that's another matter. Uh, Sharks buy plenty. And same in this result. The Warriors up at Redcliffe hosting the Panthers. The Warriors at $10. They're just keen to get back home. I wouldn't blame them one bit. Penrith will win and belt the tripe out of them. I reckon they'll win by 20. Yeah, oh, 20 plus. Yeah, and there's another, probably another couple for the for the multi, the, the try scorer multi, Talon May and, um, and Brian Totter. Probably, and normally when Penrith get going, like Edwards, May, Tager, Crichton, Totter all score a try, all five of them. So I wouldn't, be, wouldn't put it past all five of those guys to score a try. The Warriors... You and Aitken um, is out with concussion as well, which doesn't help. Curran comes in, but yeah, Yo comes back. He had a rest. Yo's had a nice rest week and a half rest off Origin as well. So yeah, we're penetrated by a thousand. Yeah, Isaac Yo, the subject of much controversy after a clear concussion in Origin, Jimmy. That was a fascinating discussion to hear people talk about that, especially Nathan Gibbs, who's a medical doctor and knows what he's talking about. That was really interesting. The Roosters and the Eels, the Roosters are only $2 and Parramatta $1.80. Parramatta coming off a bizarre, pathetic performance against Canterbury. The Roosters were okay against Melbourne. This is a big game for both of them. Obviously, I'm going for the Roosters, not by much, but I think the boys might just be able to get home. Your thoughts? It's a, I reckon those odds are pretty accurate, $1.80 and $2. Um, I think the Roosters, just based on last week's efforts, I know that that they didn't beat Melbourne, but they, they were probably okay. Parramatta lost to arguably the second worst team in the comp, third worst team in the comps, uh, and didn't just lose. They were just horrendous. Still, and uh, I was a Mitchell Moses that you'd be, I think I saw someone had a Maldi on with Parramatta to score the last try worth quite a few thousand dollars. And Mitchell Moses went a bit casually to score the score at the end and then had the ball knocked out of his grasp over the line. So, just the, the attitude of that, just it's just not they were just horrendous. Uh, they'll bounce back, no doubt. And they're looking on the paper that again, as we mentioned every other week, the, the forward pack on paper is is a really really good forward pack. But oh, it is. It's seriously, a, it's a superb forward pack. Actually, beaten last week everywhere, and, and I look at that and the wrists forward packs pretty handy as well. Tupanua, Crichton, Butcher, Takiaho, but the back line with Manu, Suwali, Tupo, Tedesco in the back line. It's um. Pretty handy, I think. For man for man, they're probably. I think they've got the the uh, Parramatta backs covered. Um, I'll go a two point. We'll go two points, or even a field goal potentially. Even with, um, I I'm not convinced Kiri plays. Um, we'll see how that goes. What sort of a reshuffle they do there? Whether it's um, maybe Adam Co- Adam Kieran and Lockie Lamer on the bench, or even Connor Watson can play in the halves as well, if if need be. But um, or Joey Manu can jump in there. Yes, he can. Uh, and they can throw someone else in the centres. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll pick the Roosters, I think. That'd be a very, very narrow game. After two blowouts, hopefully a good game for you to finish on Saturday night. Um, sitting on the lounge watching that under a blanket, ready for ready for our game on Sunday. It will be nice. I'll be coming home. Oh, well, actually, I missed that, most of that game. Uh, we've got a late call at the University of Sydney on, on Saturday evening. And the Sunday uh, games, I cannot pick the Knights against the Raiders. The Raiders have been okay as Jimmy said earlier, a bit inconsistent. The Knights have been terrible. This is the last place the Knights want to go to, and it'll be about three degrees at the end of the game. The Raiders by two tries at least, James. Yeah, Canberra and Canberra. Um, normally pretty pretty reasonable <laughs> reasonable assumption. And um, and the Knights, 
I can't pick the not unless the Knights are playing the Tigers or someone like that at the moment. You just can't pick them. They, they again, they'll be better. They or they have to be better. If they're, that, if they're as bad as they were last week, well, good luck to the good luck to the supporter groups and, and the meet and the Newcastle Herald to try and come up with some sort of excuse for there on Monday in the, in the Herald. But, um, yeah, again, White and freshened up after all the Origin players have now freshened up a bit. White and Papali, not that he was probably. Probably didn't do a whole heap in Origin. He didn't play big minutes. Joe Tarpany has been really, really good this year. Um, and against one of his old clubs, Tarpany as well. So, um, yeah, I think the Knights um, will be lucky to get within 12 or 14 of Canberra, I think. One thing in their favour, I guess, if the Knights can stick with them at half-time, Canberra's second half has been pretty pretty ordinary this year. So, if the Knights can stick the first half out, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I think Canberra win that pretty comfortably. Yeah. Unfortunately for the Newcastle fans, I agree. And then the Wooden Spoon Bowl, Canterbury and the West Tigers at uh, Parramatta Stadium is the Channel 9 game on Sunday. Uh, the West Tigers are just a spiralling mess. Leilua's gone. Maguire's gone. Uh, Naden gone for four. A caretaker coach, Serraldo's being hunted. Um, the dogs are, will be cock-a-hoop after beating their mortal enemy in Parramatta. Um, I think the dogs will win this one uh, with no great faith, but the Tigers are just awful. I'm not sure I'd ever thought I'd pick the dogs to win two in a row, but I think they will here. Um, yeah. yeah, Brett Pauley's taken over. He jumped into the fire, taken over the Tigers, and it's a good opportunity for him to, to coach a first-grade side. It's obviously, I don't think he's in the hunt for the, the full-time role, but it's something that he'll probably end up doing at some point in his career. But, um, yeah, the dogs, I think the dogs will wear win two in a row. Jacob Kiraz has been really impressive. He's been named on the wing again. He played, he's been named the wing last week as well, but he played centre and really strong. Loves getting in there, taking hit ups and whatnot. I think him and Corey Allen, I think, swapped on game day last week. Ado Carr and Burton are really starting to get a bit of a combo. Burton is finally starting to develop into more than just a kicking machine. All he was doing at the first half of the year was just show, this is how far I can kick and how long I can kick. But um, now those little short kicks for Ado Carr using his pace and beyond the line. Ado Carr showing that he can actually do anything, do a few other things other than just sit on the end of a back line. Obviously, you want one more big effort to, or the origin side, I'd imagine, will get named directly after that game. Yeah. So I'd imagine him may even be named before the game or around at half time in that game. So he'll be pretty keen to have one last effort to, um, to potentially take a spot of, I think, Daniel Tupo. I think now that he's given a legend to Tonga, it's probably. A spot there that I imagine is, is one of the changes that I'll look at making. But, um, yeah, I think the Dogs will win by eight points. I'm pleased to see Adam Dway coming back onto the uh, yeah. the, the bench for the West Tigers. He's a, he is a footballer. He's someone they can persist with. He's, he can play. And I love the Battle of the Locks here. Pangai Jr. against Offa Henaway. That'll be fantastic. A game within a game. But, yeah, Canterbury for mine by 12. Jimmy, how is Byron? I saw a great photo of him recently uh, relaxing the sun. How is the big log? Yeah, no, he doesn't enjoy the cold weather on day shift because he goes out the back at, at, at 5.30 in the morning. So it's a bit chilly out there for him. But um, he warms up through the days. He's all right when we get home. But yeah, he, uh, in the morning sun when I'm on night shift, he knows which spot to lay in the back door where the sun beams through the back door at about 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. Very good. James, have a lovely weekend. Good luck with your football on Sunday. Thank you for your time. I look forward to talking to you next week on the Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast. Thanks soon, Redders. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Look after yourself. Good luck, Lakes United, and good luck to your team this weekend. Bye for now.